All right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brother Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and with me as always is Craig, and we're doing something different right now. We are actually going to throw another episode at you guys. Uh, we do one episode every week throughout the entire year. During the season, we do two, but now we are throwing three episodes a week at you. What do you think about that? Hmm. It, you know, it's, Hold it's, on. It, man, this is, sorry, I'm just eating some candy, man. Well, I was just, I was just going to say, you know, it's, it's kind of scary how much people are going to be getting of the Blue Brothers sportscast. We're throwing a lot at them, so the people might be getting freaked out. Uh, all I know is my boys did good. They got a big bowl of candy. I'm proud of them. Oh, nice. So... So, so in the middle of the night, the monster known as Craig comes out and steals little kids' candy. Well, steals the stuff that I like. Oh yeah, you got it, man. Uh, well, I wasn't thinking really about doing a doing an intro with this, but I guess we'll go ahead and keep it short. Do you uh, favorite candy for Halloween and least favorite candy? Oh, that's a good one. Um, well, I, I I can't eat hard candy. The older you get, can I? kind of screws up with your teeth and stuff messes with your dentures <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so well, i'm not that old but i'm certainly getting there so um yeah so you kind of got to be careful with the hard candy and anything like that so i can't really put myself in that category but uh as far as chocolate you know i, I kind of like i i kind of like york peppermint baddies kind of like uh. those the best so uh, yes. so think, the things i hate the most are just like Maybe it might be the old people's candy. You know? Oh, like the Werther's? Yeah, Werther's. Oh. Those, <laughs> those uh, ones that, like, they're hard candy with the, like, jelly inside, and they're, like, gift-wrapped in a nice little, look like a strawberry. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I um, favorite is going to be tough. Uh, that's real tough. Uh, recent one that, I mean, I probably had one when I was a kid, but one that I kind of rediscovered that I think is really good, uh, that kind of floats under the radar, at least for me, is the uh, Take 5. Oh, those are great, man. What the, don't they have the pretzel? Yeah. Yeah, those are great. You never yeah, see th- those, though. That's why. I know. We actually had them at work for some kind of a special event like a month ago or something, and I was like, oh, my word, these are amazing. Yeah, because so, they got a little bit of salt in it. Yeah. Yeah, they got that sweet. They got the salt. Uh, I think yeah. there's like peanut and caramel or something in there too. But uh, So yeah. that's a good one. Can't go wrong with Kit Kat. But I will have to say one, if not my least favorite candies, is the candy corn. I hate that. It's either those are like those candies that either people like, they love, or they hate. There's no, there's no in between. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but yeah, good, uh, good little intro there. I totally no preparation on that. Just like diving right into it. So uh, we'll go ahead and go into our brilliance and intelligence when it comes to the college football playoff rankings. So we know that everybody's gonna be so excited because. The college football playing uh, playoff rankings are so important, and everybody cares so much. So we're going to go ahead and transition here, and we will go ahead and go into that football talk. (laughs) 
Well, like I said, the college football playoff rankings are out. They came out this evening, and as anticipated, Michigan is in the top four, um, but they look a bit different than anticipated. So uh, right now, as they frame in the mainstream media, the first four in are Alabama at one. No surprise there. Uh, after that, it kind of goes a little back and forth on what people may have thought. Clemson is at two, Michigan at three. The surprising one in the top four is Texas A&M in the fourth spot. So then the first two out are Washington at five and Ohio State at six. Right. We are just going in here. This is a insta reaction. Trying to come up with a better term than that, but makes me think of like, uh, Instagram, Insta reaction. We're going into this with no real prep, no real background. We just, uh, we'll probably do more prep uh, through the rest of the season and everything, but this just came out and we're like, hey, let's do a short little episode about it. So fast reactions, instant reactions. Craig, go. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, I was kind of shocked by a few of those things, you know, I was kind of off. Um, I had a feeling and I'm not really shocked by Michigan falling to three, just because of the very fact is what uh, uh, Clemson was able to do to uh, Florida state. So they actually did a really good job of beating them at Florida state. So that was a good win for them. So that vaulted Clemson over us. And that's why in, in Florida state was obviously in the top, uh, think they're what ranked 16th 17th i don't know somewhere around there but um that's why they vaulted over us but just because of that and uh obviously michigan state playing terribly this year didn't help us when we beat them if they would have been ranked in the top 25 we would have probably stayed at two but uh i think the one like you said was texas a&m uh, jumping over with uh washington which was really interesting to see uh obviously texas a&m winning helped them but uh washington having a great year man they're really incredible team they're beating some good opponents and then of course my the one i've always been i've been harping on for quite a while is obviously louisville falling weight uh falling behind uh ohio state was just absolute i probably think one of the worst because if you look at louisville's schedule from now on they're gonna have a hard time keeping up or even even if they win out they're gonna i don't think they're gonna need some losses up in the top six and for in order for them to leapfrog and even ohio state i mean at this point where ohio state stands shouldn't be that way but i'm a guy that thinks if you have a if you beat a team and then they start winning out and start moving up like penn state colorado um and even uh, wisconsin which are moving up they're all moving up because they're winning michigan should move up as far as the polls and same thing with ohio state ohio state should have fell pretty far like maybe to eight or nine, but then obviously Penn State beat them, but Penn State's getting better, so that helps Ohio State. And then you had uh, Oklahoma, which Ohio State beat, and then Ohio State start, uh, Oklahoma is starting to win, and they're starting to be in the top 15 to getting there. That should help Ohio State too, so they should be able to move up. So, And that's how I look at how this should be run. But Washington getting kicked out was pretty, um, you know, pretty un i don't know i think a lot of people thought, thought that was unfair so yeah it was it's tough to I, tell these i mean yeah uh, looking at this college uh the 
college football playoff rankings, it, you and I were talking even at the beginning of the season, even before the season, that first of all, preseason polls are stupid. I mean, it's one thing to speculate and to talk about it, but then it's another thing to actually have it affect the rankings of teams Yeah, when you just speculate on how good a team is at the beginning of the year. Um, and I would love to think that the college football playoff rankings are their own entity, but I can almost guarantee that that is in the mindset of the people on the committee the eight, where teams are in the AP poll, even though technically the AP poll has nothing to do with the college football playoff poll or right. rankings. Um because if that was true, if the playoff rankings were completely separate by themselves, even though they do look quite drastically different, mm-hmm. um, I still think that there would be some differences there. Because like you and I said, polls shouldn't start until week five, six, seven, something like that. Yeah, and oh, I agree. Yeah. It shouldn't affect each other. There was a huge argument going on Twitter tonight about some idiots out there saying their stupid stuff. And even some guy from BTN, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I've, was, I've been following him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I know I no longer follow him. Ooh, I'm sure that he cares, but it's just like how stupid can your your insight be when you're when you're coming out with comments like that? It was um, he was commenting on how Michigan only beat what was it yeah. one top ten or Wisconsin. was it one? Yeah, yeah, maybe it was no, it was even one top twenty. He was saying it from the standpoint, I believe, from the uh, one top twenty five team uh, right. because Wisconsin's been the only one that they played at the time that was in the top 25. And uh, let's actually, I might be able to find it exactly what I said. Here we go. The only team ranked when Michigan beat it was Wisconsin. Colorado wasn't ranked and Penn State wasn't ranked. And it's just like, okay, so you're telling me that the preseason polls were perfect and that everybody was ranked exactly where they were supposed to be, so that should affect everything else. No. Was that an ad? <laughs> was that an ad? Yeah, it was an ad. Oh, I hate ads. Yeah. Yeah, we're constant we're still we always look up stuff during the recording and everything and since we've been doing it where we just stream all the way through and we don't edit it, those ads are going to get annoying. But uh but yeah, who was that? No, uh, you're right about that guy. I know exactly who you're talking about. BTN Tom Dinart. Yep. Yeah. And it's just it's dumb it's idiot and then i put out the argument well why didn't ohio state drop when they lost uh, an unranked opponent they're still in the freaking top six <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and the very fact is they beat um oklahoma and they're gonna say yeah they they beat them and oklahoma i was obviously was ranked in the top five i think at that time or top 10 well oklahoma slid to out of the top 25 so shouldn't that make ohio state lost to penn state at the time vault them even farther down because yeah oklahoma yeah oklahoma dropped really far but i think they're back yeah. to like 12 or 14 now. yeah exactly so but and yeah i'm going you you make no sense and you know obviously i i watched the college football playoff show and i was listening to kurt curb street and he really is make emphatic about talking about how louisville was um going to be you know tough to make up ground and you know and the way they're scoring they're scoring big on play on teams they're they're beating them and they're beating them bad and how that's impressive to the voters and i said yeah it is but how then how 
If that's impressive to voters, then how in the world are they behind Ohio State then? Explain that. Because Ohio yeah. State isn't blowing out teams. They're barely winning. They barely beat Northwestern. Yeah. And, yeah, I to- totally agree. Totally agree. And uh, uh, we got a little off. I got a little off topic there. I was talking about AP poll uh, stuff with what that uh, BTN guy was saying. But to focus more back into the college football playoff uh, rankings like you were talking about, that's completely right. I, I, I can understand a little bit that Texas A&M got pushed higher in the playoff rankings than in the AP poll because people taking into account they lost in the number one team, they actually put up a better fight than almost everybody else, taking into different accounts like that. Some understanding with that, but then you still have a undefeated team right behind them in Washington. Um, But that's the thing, too. Okay, so you're looking at Texas A&M at four, one loss to the number one team. Then Ohio State is the next, the very next one loss team at six. And they lost to then unranked, but now, okay, yes. In the AP poll, they, uh, Penn State moved in. In the co- in the playoff rankings, they put Penn State at 12, which that really blows my mind on them being ranked that high just because they put, what, 60 up on Purdue? You move <laughs> them up higher? I don't know what the deal is with that. But right. that does not make sense to me that the first one-loss team after Texas A&M is Ohio State. That doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. And then obviously Texas A&M went to double overtime against a, a Tennessee Volunteers team that obviously is not very good. I mean, they were winning, and they're in the top ten, but uh, they were squeaking by teams. They were barely winning, and I said, I'm just not buying. You know, they're winning, you know, ugly at the end, but against good teams. But, uh, yeah, them going to two overtimes against Tennessee and barely beating them, it was just uh, – uh, offensive struggle for you know or offensive game there was no defense in that game at all and i saw it and texas a&m did not look like the number four team in the country so that that right there makes me cause me to go huh but i think what it is is what's going on is is texas a&m is their biggest win was against uh auburn that's why they're taking them into consideration and obviously auburn's doing you know wasn't very good in the beginning and now they're really turning it on. So that's why they put them up there. So, yeah, well, uh, yeah, um, that, that can be a factor with that, but something that I kind of want to point out, uh, Louisville only having lost to Clemson, who is the number two, this, this is the part where I argue a little bit with where Ohio state's at and everything is that Louisville lost to Clemson. Who's the number two team. Right. And that, that was a close contest. That was a 42 to 36 game. Um, but here's something that doesn't make sense to me for a little bit with Clemson, and I'm not I'm I'm just voicing my opinion with this. I, I'm okay with Michigan at three, really. I mean, they absolutely deserve to be in the top four, really between two, three, and four. I, it doesn't really those details don't bother me really, uh, as far as Michigan goes. But uh, looking at Clemson, though, I mean, yes, Michigan has not had the toughest schedule. They've played some tough teams, and as it's coming out now with where they're ranking them, they have a tougher schedule than some people predicted. But um, they have had a lot of home games, but they have taken care of business at home. Like the only close game that they had at home was against Wisconsin, which Wisconsin they have at eight. Right. And Wisconsin has only lost to number three, Michigan. This is playoff rankings. And number six, Ohio State. 
and both right. of those were close games. So Ohio State was an overtime game. Yeah, they just beat number ten Nebraska. So I mean, Wisconsin is holding its ground, even though it has two losses. But looking at Clemson, let's talk about some home game stuff. And um, I don't know how much in detail we'll get in with all this, but looking at some of the detail stuff, they played at home against NC State, and they had to go into overtime twenty-four to seventeen. That's NC State. But then even before that, if you go back, they played the Troy Trojans. At home and only one third, yeah, only one by six, thirty to twenty-four. Yeah. <laughs> so if if they're taking into account at all how effect, um, a team wins, like you know how they're winning, right? Yeah, like you exactly. Said, how they how home. they control the game, how strong they perform, how many points they're able to put up, and things like that. I don't see how they can be saying that Clemson is so high up there with Michigan having the win over Wisconsin, even though Clemson took down um, Florida State, who's further down, but also uh, Louisville. I mean, like, there there are definitely some discrepancies there, but I, I just feel like it's not being talked enough. Um, and, of course, I didn't get to see everything from the uh, – and we don't see in the actual committee, but I don't, I don't feel like it was brought up really at all. And I, I know I didn't catch all of what was talked about tonight on the show and everything, but – are they not looking at what happened against Troy and NC State? I mean, when Clemson was playing NC State, NC State honestly looked like the better team. Oh, yeah. and In fact, NC State should have won that game. They just had a botched kick or a um, field goal. They missed the field goal. Barely. I mean, it was a, a, it was a pretty much a, a easy field goal, and he just jacked it to the right right side of the goalpost, and they could have won it, and it would have been over with. But they, they missed it, and it was terrible. But uh, – yeah, I, it, it, you're right. It, it's it's almost like you know it should be strength of schedule, and it should be if you went on the road. I always think is that's my second thing I look at is strength of schedule should be first, and then if you went on the road against a top twenty five or top twenty team, and if you do that and you win pretty good, and then you look at if, if you won big there, and that's the key right there, and like you said. You look at Clemson, and a lot of the they have about three or four games that they barely squeaked out. So against Auburn, against Troy, against NC State, and and some of them are you know blowouts. But uh, even Florida State, they barely won. So yeah, yep. So uh, some discrepancies there. Some things that I don't know. I mean, I agree with you with strength of schedule. It's. It seemed, oh, what was it? Somebody was pointing out, I think it was saying that this year's strength of schedule is what last year's game control was. Right. Um, how it seemed like game control was being brought up a lot last year. And then now, of course, this is just the first uh, first uh, rankings release, but they're talking a lot about strength of schedule. All of that can matter to a certain degree, but just seems like they have the liberty of being able to interchange it however they want. Right which that's, I guess, how a committee works. But it seems like maybe if there was more clear criteria of, I don't know, whatever, anyways, what the, uh, whatever the mess is. So uh, to say it again, um, Alabama number one, Clemson two, Michigan three, Texas A&M four. Those are the first four in. So then um, the two that are on the outside looking in are Washington at five and Ohio State at six. Craig? Uh, we're not going to really go too long with this, so I mean, we'll we'll just kind of keep things moving along. Um, 
to kind of uh, head towards closing thoughts and everything, what would you do with the rankings yourself? What who would who would be your four in, and who would be your two first two out? Well, obviously, I'm going to put Bama there because they, you know, they've been dominating teams, and a lot of the games haven't been too close, so they're obviously going to keep at, holding at number one. And they, their strength of schedule is pretty good, so. Um, and I'm going to keep uh, Michigan there because they had a tough game against Wisconsin, but everybody's had a tough game against Wisconsin. I mean, you look at Ohio State, they struggle with Wisconsin. You have uh, uh, Wisconsin beat Nebraska, which was a great team, and they were really good. And so uh, that makes our win against them better. And uh, and I would keep Michigan there too. So I would have a Michigan or Alabama, Michigan. And then if you look at what's going on is you have to look at what the rest of the season goes by. I'm going to put Washington there too. Washington, I think has got a better uh, schedule from here on out. They got to play Oregon state or, I mean, they got to play California, uh, USC, Arizona state and Washington state, and then go to the PAC 12 championship. So, and that's a great, schedule because usc is always a good team or arizona state's good the rest and then i might and this is tough for me um and i'm looking at texas a&m and i don't see too many but i mean they've i don't know it's tough i'm i'm looking at even clemson's rest of their schedule doesn't look very good i mean they play syracuse pittsburgh Wake Forest in South Carolina, and that's not very good. But Wake, Texas A&M, they got to play Mississippi State, which is good. Ole Miss, which is good, and then UT, UTCA, SA, and then LSU. Texas A&M would be the next one if they can run the table. So, okay. got Alabama, Michigan, Washington, and Texas A&M because Texas A&M, their, their schedule for the rest of the year, if you look at it, is really good. So strength of schedule, and if they can beat these teams, they'll get in. Okay, so say say that again. Alabama one, one, Michigan two. Uh, I'll say Texas A and M at three, and then um, uh, it's a toss up between uh, Washington and Clemson. So okay, uh, all right, interesting. Do you do you have uh, who you want to put at the five and six spot, or do you not want to go that deep? Uh, I don't want to go that deep because it, it, really it's a toss-up because I'm the Clemson one is just the one that's really struggling because I don't think they're going to drop because if they went out, if you look at all the, the rest of what they've got, they got Syracuse, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, and South Carolina. All those games are beatable for them. It's actually an easy route to the ACC championship. So just given what – what do you, what do you think? Are you going by my opinion? What I think that what they will do? <laughs> um, it's a tough one. <laughs> I would say you keep Clemson in there, and then you do, and then you just do Texas A and M. I guess. Yeah, just it. It really, it's really going to come down to how how well a team beats them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And how badly they beat them. Because if you look at Washington's and you look at Texas A&M, they almost have the same teams to beat. And I just look at Texas A&M, they got to beat Michigan, Mississippi State and Old Miss and LSU. Those are three 
pretty good football teams they got to beat. And then Washington's got to beat Cal, USC, and Arizona State, Arizona State. So, Okay. All right. So before I go, go again down your list, one, two, and... Uh, number one, Alabama. Number two, Michigan. Number three, I'm going to say Clemson. And then number four, I'm going to say Texas A&M. Okay. All right. Well, uh, the way that I'm going with mine, and this is just like firing from the top, like I said. Hold on. Just a sec, Caleb. Remember, Texas A&M's got to go to the SEC championship. That means they might have to play Alabama. So if they play them and they lose... That takes them out of it, so that oh, would. Oh yeah, are yeah. they? So they're in the other, uh, separate divisions. Because honestly, I don't know which. Well, um, they, well, they still have to play the SEC championship. The winner of that, so that'll be. Are they east or? Well, no, they're. I think they're west then, though. Right. So they're both in the west. Yeah. Yeah. So only one of them would make it to the SEC championship. Right. So what I would take. Yeah, oh boy. Yeah, and then I would if, and then throw out Texas A&M and put in Washington there. So yeah, yeah. The, okay. Texas A&M and Washington are interchangeable to me right now. Okay. Well, for me, I'm just kind of firing from the hip here, where I look at and see teams ranked right now with the playoff rankings, um, and just looking at who they've played and things like that. Uh, one, yeah, keep Alabama there. Go for. It. I'm feel like I'm being biased saying this, but I would put Michigan two, um, yep. even though uh, the AP poll has them there, but I, I can easily explain myself with that. I would, and this is where I kind of have a little bit of a hard time with it. Um, I know that Texas A&M has lost to Alabama, um, and I don't want to go the simple route of just being like, oh, these are undefeated teams. Um, but I feel like Washington has looked better than Clemson. Um, and here's my argument for putting Michigan ahead of Washington. I mean, they do have a common opponent uh, with uh, Rutgers. Uh, they put up uh, 48-13 to them, but that was a home game for them. Now, granted, that was earlier on in the season. They played Oregon and put up 70 points, but um, we know that Oregon is not the same team that they were before. Uh, Stanford's not as good as uh, people thought at the beginning of the season, another part where the rankings get jacked up. But I would go one Alabama, two Michigan, three Washington, and four Clemson. Um, just because I mentioned, I, I Clemson has had those close games. They just don't either. Maybe they get gassed out or they don't care. But to me, it looks like they're not as a complete or strong of a team as some of the other ones there. Um so then uh, I'll go ahead and dive into the five and six spot. I would put, um, I would put Texas A&M at five and Louisville at six. Yeah. As the first two teams uh, on the outside looking in. So it's kind of uh, one of those things where if Clemson falls, then probably Louisville would climb up to replace them in the uh, ACC, and if anything happened to Alabama, Texas A&M would be there and kind of slide in, and so you'd still have uh, the teams from the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, and uh, probably the Pac-12, depending on how things roll out. So that's just me firing from the hip, kind of going with it. Uh, like we said at the beginning of this, this is, I mean, we we were just talking, and I think I mentioned it last night. I was just like, hey, college football playoff rankings, are we going to do this? And we just rolled with it and basically 
this is what has become of it. So you guys can, uh, well, actually, yeah, just before we kind of uh, end things off here, uh, final reactions, Craig, any final thoughts then here to rebuttal against uh, what, what I presented or? No, I think you're you're pretty much dead. I don't think we're both pretty much on the same page where we think Alabama's at one, obviously, and then Michigan at two, and then um, it, I kind of think Clemson possibly at three. I thought they should have been there, even though they had that big win. And then uh, I actually thought Washington should have been at four because they were at five and or at uh, they're in the top four, and then they got bumped out. So. Um, that's where I was like, okay, well, and then Texas A&M jumped them. But uh, I think the the wins with Washington has been pretty incredible. They've been blowing teams out. And and then they're, you know, the ones that they are close, they're beating teams on the road. They beat U- Utah at Salt Lake City, which is really tough to win at. And they beat Arizona at Arizona, which is really tough too. And, um, yeah, they've yeah, been doing. Or- pretty- Oregon was on the road too. I mean, yeah, the Oregon's so, not that good this yeah, year. But, but they've been beating these teams on the road, and that's yeah. a, it's always a good thing to see, and that's uh, good. But we'll see what's coming up with their schedule. But yeah, I think I'm like you. They're Texas A&M and Washington are interchangeable, but I thought Washington should have been there. So. Yeah. All right, man. Good stuff. I enjoy it. I think this will be good. So we'll pro- we'll be anticipating on trying to do that, this kind of stuff each week. So. Um, yeah, I guess um no, I guess we have a couple closing closing thoughts still. So, I was thinking about chopping this a little bit shorter, but we'll go ahead and uh transition here and then we'll just end you and with a few closing thoughts. So, don't go anywhere. All right. Well, I don't know if we'll have anything specifically to call these um, episodes or anything except for just uh, playoff playoff episodes or whatnot. But uh, you are we uh, I think we're going to roll with this each week. You think so, Craig? Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit more work on our part, but I think uh, it'll be good conversation and everything. So uh, and you can anticipate that if you guys want to weigh in your thoughts, you guys uh, should know how to contact us. If you're new and you don't know how we're on Twitter at blue bros underscore and our names so that's at b-l-u-e-b-r-o-s underscore and then caleb or craig uh you can also follow at um blue network uh that is uh, something with us with uh the group of uh other shows and other people that we uh work with uh in our network on social media and things like that we have our facebook page of the blue network everything michigan football uh, check that out. Uh, be a part of that group that is still growing and great conversation going on there each and every week. Uh, of course, we have our website too, bluebrotherssportscast.com. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, thanks for listening to this new segment slash episode. And uh, you can anticipate the preview episode for the Maryland game coming out later as well. So yep. uh, with that, Uh, As always, we will go ahead and end with Go Blue. Go Blue.